Welcome to the Roadpreneur Podcast. On this episode, I want to bring you behind the scenes as I talk through why I decided to take my community and my space online through to become a paid community and a paid private space. If you've been wrestling with the idea of going from free communities to paid communities, this episode is for you. And by the way, I think you're going to love it because I'm going to encourage you to go bring that community behind a paywall and make some extra money. Not only will you feel better about it, but your customers will too. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Roadpreneur Podcast. It's here where I show you how to blend entrepreneurship with exploration, camping with more cash, and the RV lifestyle with recurring revenue that'll let you go off-grid more often. I'm your host, Kimberly Crossland, and for a decade, I've helped hundreds of businesses get off the ground and grow, but I've always been behind the scenes. Now, I'm bringing those strategies, marketing ideas, and copywriting expertise to the forefront through this podcast. The tips and the strategies that you're going to learn are designed specifically for the RV lifestyle. So if that's you, let's dive in. As you may or may not know, I have two communities right now. I have my free group, my free Facebook group. This is where I'll often show up to do things like the coaching week I recently had or a webinar series. And then I also just stay connected with you in between those things that are typically used to launch a certain product or a service or my course. So the coaching week specifically was there to bring awareness to my community, my paid community. What I did is I offered a condensed version of what happens every single month inside the paid group to the free group, just so they could kind of get that free trial flavor for what goes on inside. The goal was to get them to join and to get them excited about signing up so that they'd want to have more of that same experience on an ongoing basis. It was only a taste of what happens inside because of something we're going to talk about a little bit later. The people were not as big of a part of it. This was more of the content side of things. It was just me, just the Kimberly show. I did, just as a little caveat, did do a co-working session so that people in the free group could intermingle and get to know and get to feel what it was like with the members inside the paid community. And my paid community members were fine at that. They were actually happy with that. They were excited about bringing in other people into this world because they understood what was happening. Something I am very transparent about is how and why I do things in my business. And so if you're part of the paid community, you're always getting that behind the scenes look as to if I'm launching, why I'm launching, how I'm launching, what I'm creating, what I'm putting out there, because I never want that to be a secret. I want it to feel inspiring and I want you to feel encouraged. I want you to feel like you know different ways that you can run a business. There's no one size fits all. So I want to say that loud and clear up front because as we go through this conversation, I want you to feel encouraged that if you don't have a community yet, or if you don't have a free community yet, or a paid community, or you're trying to juggle the two, just know that you have to decide what is right for you. So let's get into it. My free group, like I just said, is where I'll often do launches, but I'll also just stay connected in between. My paid community, though, is something that's a lot bigger. My paid community every single month will get a micro training. I say it's a micro training because I offer a quick 15 minute training that they can listen to on their drive, on their walk. I don't do a very big and in-depth training because what I have found is that that fire hose of information is too much to keep up with month after month. 
inside of a community and inside of a membership, you don't want it to feel overwhelming. You want it to be there to make life easier. And my particular customers are veers who also have a business. They want life to be easy. They want life to feel lighter and better and not like they're constantly being bombarded with more on their to-do list. So if I were to have these hour-long trainings like many memberships do have, it'd be counterintuitive. It would not be aligned with where my audience wants to be. It would be more aligned with something that that someone has a big time, like in a corporate setting, to sit down and really dig in and get to know the content when they're being paid for nine to five. But my audience are entrepreneurs. There's no paid time off. There's no paid time for learning. I mean, obviously the goal, everything of what you learn, you're going to walk away with something that will make you money, but you're not getting paid to be there. So I wanted to have condensed micro trainings for about 15 minutes at a time. That way they could get some new information, feel encouraged, feel inspired to keep moving on their journey, but not feel bombarded with ideas. We're already bombarded with ideas. If you have an entrepreneurial mind, you're already bombarded with ideas. I want to just keep you moving step by step, inch by inch, mile by mile, but not have you taking these grand big leaps forward every single month because that's just too much and it's not realistic. The other part of my my community, my roadpreneur community and my membership, this is the paid one, is that we have accountability each and every month. My goal is to inspire my members to take action. I really want them to feel like they can show up and they can they can continue to move forward in their business. The thing about the camping world and the entrepreneurial world both is that it can feel lonely at times. You're traveling alone in your RV and you're traveling alone in your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, sure, maybe you have a spouse with you or a friend or a partner, but you're still doing it primarily alone. And I want to bring in a space where it encourages people to break out of that lonely feeling and into a feeling of action where you want to take those steps forward, where you want to do something, you want to get into momentum. This is important because as you're thinking about your own paid community, you need to understand what your audience needs. And oftentimes that accountability, that spark to take action is so crazy valuable and so overlooked. So what is it that you can do as you're thinking about this paid community that you can do to get your audience to take that action, to take steps forward, to feel the value of your community each and every single month? Another thing that I offer is I have weekly tips. And so we have typical posts. There's a routine inside the Roadpreneur community where each and every week I will offer a Wordsmith Wednesday where I offer a little copywriting tidbit that will let somebody, as they're looking over their copy, get unstuck from the writing mode and get back into momentum with writing because now they have a fresh new idea that they can take with them to actually go and implement in their copywriting or their content marketing, whatever it might be, even some social media marketing. There's something wordsy about that tip each and every week. I also, every single Friday, have a rosebud thorn. So this is something that I learned. It's a journaling exercise where we honor the things that went really, really well. But I also wanted to create a space where we can honor what is not going so well and answer it and work through it and wrestle with it together. Because so often in the business world, we're met with this idea that it's that people are just overnight successes. And if you've not reached success by your decade, your mark, well, then you're just a total failure. That's not true. You've probably gone through 10,000 different iterations in that 10 10 years of doing business. 
The goal is to lift each other up when we have these slumps, when things feel difficult, when we feel stuck, because in doing so, we can keep moving forward. We can also honor that it's difficult and not feel nearly so alone in the times when things feel hard and heavy on our own. This is again, bridging that gap from feeling lonely in the entrepreneurial world, but then also getting people into motion. The final thing that I bring in is a lot of times I'll have guest experts. Now, I never, ever, ever wanted my paid community to feel like it was the Kimberly show. I never wanted it to feel like it. all the successes hung on my shoulders. Because first off, I'm not an expert in everything, nor do I ever claim to be. But second off, having these different voices, maybe someone will say the exact same thing, but say it just a little bit differently and it'll land differently. I ultimately just want my members to have success. And that is so important to this conversation about whether or not you should be creating a free or paid community or both. Because if you take that customer-centric point of view where you just want your members to have success, you need to understand what they need. For me, I knew that they needed more than just my voice. I know that people need more than just one voice to follow. This is why we listen to 10,000 different podcasts by different podcast hosts. We want to listen to different voices. There's value in it. So in bringing the different audiences together, the different experts together, and bringing them into one creative space where we're all working towards this common goal, it really helps to bridge that gap for my members and help them to feel supported in new ways fresh new ways each and every month. It also offers this little element of surprise and delight so that my audience never quite knows what's coming next. And that's a fun thing. They always know I'm going to support them on their business journey, but they don't always know what member is going to walk through the door, what next celebrity is going to crack open that door. I don't want to say celebrity. That sounds kind of posh and a little, a little strange, but you know what I mean? What new online expert is going to pop in through the door to offer some personalized support? So let's get into it because everything I just named can be done in a free community or it can be done in a paid community. So why paid and why make that journey over to the paid version? So the first thing I want to talk about is the customer journey. The customer journey starts when someone feels a problem. They start to become problem aware and then they go and they do research and they become solution aware and then they ultimately buy. The mindset of somebody who's in problem aware is very different from someone who's in solution aware. The way they show up, the way they act, the actions that they take, the things that they're feeling, the things that they're doing, they're saying, this all changes depending on where their their mentality is. So when someone's in the most aware state of mind, when they're feeling very aware of a problem that they have, then they're going to start to lean in a little bit differently and look at things a little bit differently. But it's your job in the free group to understand and to honor that space. It's also your free job to shepherd them and bring them over into the solution aware group. The solution aware group is when someone can see that there's a solution that they need to be a part of, but they don't, they're not quite sure if that's for them yet. When you sell them into that paid community, then you're able to show up and serve them on a different level. Now they see the solution. Now they see what you're able to offer. They're experiencing it. They're showing up differently. So the customer point of view is very different from a free group where they can just kind of mosey in whenever they want and mosey right back out again and the engagement is very low. But in a paid group, they're much more vested. 
they're much more likely to show up and make the most of it because now they've handed over hard-earned money to be there. Now they've brought their themselves, their energy, their, their time, their talent to that space, and they've entrusted you to help them with a very specific problem. This is important because engagement is what drives retention in a membership. So as you're deciding whether or not you want to have a free community or a paid community, think about that customer journey and then think about how you're going to get them engaged. In a free group, you really just need to kind of stay top of mind. Show them that you're their people by speaking their language, showing up in a way that's helpful, and getting them vested in your group. But in a paid community, there's more responsibility on your shoulders. Now they're there to achieve a result each and every month. They're there because they're expecting you to help them with a problem. They're more vested, which means you also need to become more vested. When you're more vested in this group, you're there to offer support. You're there to show up more often. You're there to do what you promise each and every month, even if it feels hard. There's a responsibility there. But you know what else? It's easier to fulfill that responsibility when you're getting compensated. So I'll often say, and I've heard it said a lot of different places, that sales is just a value exchange. But in order for you to give value, it's important for you to get that value in return. So I say that as an encouragement. I say that because so often we can feel awkward or uncomfortable about asking for money. And I don't want you to feel awkward or uncomfortable about asking for money because when that exchange happens... There's not just a monetary exchange, but also this energetic exchange. Somebody is now giving you money, which means you are giving them your energy and your time, and that is crazy valuable. So as you're deciding about this community, decide how much you can invest time-wise, energy-wise into the people that you serve. What do you need to bring in monetarily to bring that energy? What do you need to bring in so that you can also continue to show up month after month and feel really, really good about it. Not only just show up, but exceed expectations. What is this going to look like? And as you're deciding whether or not to start a paid community, you need to know what that looks like and have that number on it. Because without it, if you fall short of it, you're going to feel really bummed. If you fall above it, you're going to feel really elated. And if, I wonder if you're at offering enough. You need to come to terms with what this looks like so that you can feel really good about the space that you're creating. And oftentimes that'll mean starting off a little bit slower. It might mean, if you don't know if you're going to get five members or 50 members, might mean starting off a little bit smaller and knowing you can always add to it. What you can do is take things away. So for example, I did not start with a co-working session each and every month. To me, it felt like another thing on my calendar that felt difficult. But as I've gotten more members and as I've refined my approach to how I do the co-working, it started to feel really good. And it's one of my things that I look forward to each and every month. It was also a suggestion from one of our members. She wanted to see more of co-working and more of this accountability and coming together to actually get the work done. And so I thought that was a great idea. You have to listen to your members. But when you start off with more margin in your membership, not only can you feel better about showing up, but you can also add to it more easily and only add to it the things that your members are asking to see. So here's the other thing. People come into memberships for the content, but they stay for the community. And that's an expression that's been widely used about memberships across from a lot of different people. I didn't make that up myself, 
But it's important to say and it's important to highlight because the reason why people stay, yes, they want to learn something, but they don't want to be overwhelmed. They really want to be as supported and they want to be held accountable and they want to take action. They want to get some desirable result. They will not do that in a free space. It's much less common for someone to do that in a free space because it's harder to show up. When you create a paid membership, you are there able to design the culture. You are there able to design the culture in a way that feels like it's a safe space, an inviting space, somewhere that people want to hang out, want to live, want to be a part of. It's here. They can be more open. They can be more vulnerable. They can ask more questions. They know that they're with their people. They feel like they now are not traveling this lonely road of entrepreneurship alone, if you're my group, or camping alone. They know that they have more people there with them and alongside them. So as you're building your space, as you're building your paid community, know that this is one of the benefits that's intangible, not often talked about. It's creating the safe space for someone to show up, to learn, to grow, to evolve, to really get vulnerable, get personable. And that is so key because it lets you do so much more with that space, lets you go deeper and show more value. And ultimately, of course, that means you can also charge more. So you want to create the space where there's connections and you can go ahead and be that connector. So often I will tag somebody. If I hear someone having a conversation, I know there's a member who can answer it oftentimes better than I can. So then I'll go and tag them and I'll connect those conversations. You can do the same. You can also do this circling back out to our free community by tagging your community members in the free community group. So what you're doing at that point is you're making those connections from your members now to other people outside of your community. That will work for you in two ways. First off, it's going to create a lot of goodwill. It's going to show that you're vested in them succeeding. It's going to show that you're vested in in them being a part of your space, but it's also going to help them kind of become these brand ambassadors for your community because as they connect with other people that you just tag them with in your free space, they're going to be able to talk up your community. They're going to be able to share about your community. They're going to be able to do things like help others get more involved in your community so ultimately you grow. It's kind of this beautiful circular thing, value circle, where you can go through and have your audience support each other and you're the catalyst for that support. It's a really cool thing to see happening. So just to wrap up, I covered a lot, but if you're in a space where you have a free community or you are thinking about a paid community or you're thinking about just starting any community, The first thing I would say is to just do it. Yes, community takes work, but without it, people feel isolated and siloed from your business. In order to form a more personal connection, having a community is a really, really, really great way to show support, show care, show love for the people that you do want to show up and serve, your customers. The second thing is this. You have to understand where you want to meet people on their journey. So if you want to help people become more aware of your brand, Sticking to a free community is great. If you want to help them achieve a desired result month after month and go deeper with them, you have to have a paid community. If you don't, you're not going to be nearly as vested in their success and it's actually going to dilute your brand. So being able to have that paid community lets you bolster your brand and of course, bolster your bottom line and bring in more money. That's always a good thing. Finally, you also need to have a space where you're fostering these connections. You're building these connections. You're getting people 
not only to connect to an idea of where they can go, that transformation, but also to to connect them to other people who are on that same path forward. So being able to connect them there and through each other and growing this network of collaborators who are helping each other, man, is that hard to leave. But you're the connection point and it's up to you to create that culture and to create those connection points for them. So what can you do inside your free community or inside your paid community to bolster those connections? Of course, you can tag people. You can encourage people to share links in a non-spammy way. You can highlight people. You can bring your members on your podcast or let them have a spot in your newsletter once a month. Whatever it is, there's a lot of different ways that you can build that community and really bring them up. I hope that you found value in these ideas and I would love to hear from you. Do you have a free community or do you have a paid community or do you have both? Come and tag me on Instagram. Come drop in my DMs and share it with me. I love hearing from you and let's talk about it. What do you have, free or paid? And I'd love for you to be a part of both of my communities actually. So if you are on the path to starting a business and just becoming aware of where you want to go, come and join our free community. I've got lots of free resources that happen over there. Lots of good conversation. I'd love to have you in the group. It's facebook.com slash groups slash roadpreneur podcast where yes, we talk about the podcast episodes, but we also talk about other things like how to have empathy, how to start a business, how to grow together. And then in my paid group, my roadpreneur community, this is where we really come together and support one another. And like I said, there's micro trainings each and every month. We do accountability co-working each and every month where I really get you in action. There's a live Q&A. There's guest experts. There's a lot of different support, weekly copywriting tips, and of course, our journaling exercise each and every month. It's full of opportunity for you to not only have the space to build your business, but also have the support. So I hope to see you in both of them, but if it's not right for you to join the paid group yet, absolutely come and join the free group. I just love getting connected with you and I love hearing what you're up to. So come and share inside the group. And also if you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me for you to leave a five-star review. Your five-star reviews help me keep creating these content, help me keep creating content where I spill my brains and share actionable tips and really get you involved in building your business and building one that lets you RV more often from the road so you can go and experience this crazy, beautiful world. If you're not really sure yet why I started Roadpreneur, go back and listen to the first episode where I tell my story. But for now, I would love to get those five-star reviews if you loved it so I can continue to make even more of this content for you. 